Good morning, my listeners. Thank you for tuning in this morning on a lovely Monday. Who are the heroes of my life? First and foremost, Jesus is the hero of my life. Second, the heroes of my life are people who had positive influence in my life as a Christian. People that shaped who I am today through their mentorship. Today's topic is moving in the direction of your anointing from God and activation of your anointing process. Anointing is not meant for us, but for God, his people, and his kingdom. God's anointing is meant to serve God and others. I say this to say because we all have an anointing and gifts that God has given us to use for his purpose and will. I'm going to read the Bible verse from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 in the New Living Translation Bible where it talks about treasure in fragile clay jars. Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. We are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. We don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under the const- we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith 
the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. I know this. Because 12 years ago, I had a calling to be a youth pastor. I was very young and not fully understanding of the calling. The church that I was a member at the time, the main pastor, saw the anointing in me that I did not see. And because of fear, I ran. I was fragile, like the clergy, so I ran. I was afraid to take the assignment because I felt it was bigger than me. The pastor wanted me to go through training to get there. I was too afraid. However, I still knew I must deal with the calling. As I ran, my life got harder. I went through a lot of challenges that weakened my soul. But with God's strength, I was able to overcome trials and tribulations. Over time, I realized that I was going through spiritual warfare because I have a greater calling and an anointing. When I finally prayed to God for, for His forgiveness and I started reading the Bible daily, I was able to get closer to God and accept my calling of evangelizing, preaching, healing, and prophetic anointing. God has allowed me to move towards my calling in serving Him and others. My services to God are for His glory and to do what He's called me to do here on earth. What I want to tell you today is allow God's calling and anointing in your life. Pray for God to activate your anointing and allow yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit to guide you through it. We all have the Holy Spirit. In my life, God has used pastors to see my anointing where I didn't even see it. They mentored me and activated my gifts even when I didn't even know because they were praying for me. This only happened because I said yes to God's calling. Your calling will only occur when you accept God fully and let go of the past that has hindered you from serving Him fully. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Apostle Paul speaks about serving God. 
We need to talk about God's work to others. Draw them closer to God. Pray every day to God. Pray for others even when there is suffering in our lives. Jesus suffered so that we may have grace and mercy from God. We too are here on earth, and yes, there is suffering. But suffering is meant to make us stronger and grow closer to God. Suffering is not to break us and turn us away from God, because that's what the enemy wants. See, the enemy wants us to run away from God's anointing and calling because of suffering. But it is exact opposite. See, in the end, when Jesus died after a long suffering here on earth, he resurrected and went into heaven. You must ask yourself this question. Would you give up on God's kingdom because of suffering here on earth? Or would you gain God's kingdom because of suffering here on earth? It all depends on how you look at it and how you take it and how you let it affect you. See, God wants us to keep praying and serving Him even through trials and tribulations. We are not supposed to give up because the greater plan in the end is God's kingdom. I would rather suffer serving God and serve His people for the greater good so that, it, so that in the end, I will inherit the kingdom of God. Stay humble, my brothers and sisters. Be kind. Be honest. Be loving. And be forgiving. Allow God to change your life for His purpose and His will. And do not be afraid of His calling. Don't be afraid to ask, to ask help in your church community. Volunteer in your church. And find a ministry that you feel drawn to and begin doing God's work. And if you don't have a church, you know, look around you. There's a lot of churches out there. See which church you can go to. And when you do feel at home, become a member and begin to learn and grow. For those of you who have not given up their life to God and want to change their life, repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you all and have a wonderful day. Thank you.